Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. We're starting a new series and we're calling it Designed for Relationships. Designed for Relationships. That all of us are designed for relationships and that God is the model. Si Lord ang nagmodel ng design na to kung papaanong siya mismo, Himself, God Himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is a relationship. In fact, for the next four weeks, we're going to talk about the idea of relational discipleship. When, when, when you say relational discipleship, we're going to talk about following Jesus, fellowshipping with others or with fellow believers, and then fishing for other people, but all in the context of relationship. All in the context of growing your own relationship with God, relationship with fellow believers, and relationship with lost people. In fact, with that, I'd like to invite everyone to stand as we begin reading today from Matthew chapter 3 in verse 13. Matthew chapter 3 in verse 13. As we start this four-week series today, we will first talk about the Trinity. The Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and how the, how God Himself is a relationship, how He models that relationship, and how He intends the church to be that kind of relationship also. So we'll read from Matthew chapter 3, in verse 13. This is the account of Jesus' baptism. We begin with verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John, referring to John the baptizer, to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the, heaven, the, hev- the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Lord, we ask you now that you would enable us to, Lord, thank you for this glimpse, the picture of how you, how the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit came together at that moment in time, revealed to the world the Godhead, revealed to the world the Trinity. Lord, allow us to be able to grasp it. Allow us to somewhat be able to understand it a bit such that it would now define the way we would do discipleship. It would define that we would live out our lives in the context of church. It would also define us personally, Lord, in the way that we relate with our families. Lord, bless us today. Bless us now. In Jesus' name, amen. All of us were designed for relationships. In fact, you're comfortable with relationships. Tayo mga Pinoy, we love relationships. Such that there are certain, certain times that you'd want to be isolated, right? Pero not for too long. Gusto mong mapag-isa. Paminsan-minsan. Para lang makapag-isip. I mean, just to be by yourself, especially for those of us who are introverts, me included, uh, you know, and, and um, but more of the time, more of the time, no? or most of the time, God designed us, God, we want to be in the middle of a relationship. You don't want to live life alone. In the U.S., uh, or not, not just in the U.S., well, at least in the accounts of those, of the friends of ours who live there, you know, people are very individualistic in a sense, right? And yet, um, in the middle of, you know, they, they could be in very crowded cities, but they could still be lonely. 
There's a phrase for that. It's called crowded loneliness. You are with people, but you're still lonely. The Lord did not design us to be like that. He designed us for relationships. In fact, that's the reason why, that's the reason why we have the doctrine of the Trinity. The doctrine of the Trinity. Now, we'll, be, we'll do a bit of teaching this morning and hopefully okay lang kayo ron. Kasi maganda tong mapag-usapan. The word Trinity in itself is not written in the Bible. But historically, it came from this word Trinitas. Which simply means, which is a combination of tres and unus. Three and then one. So it's three and one. So the idea that our God is three and one. That's the, that's the word Trinity. Now, I know that's not in the Bible, the word Trinity itself, but for the disciples, when they started, when they experienced God, they experienced God, they experienced God in that way. They encountered Jesus. You know, John the Baptist said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. So now they begin to follow Jesus. So they encountered Jesus, that He is the Son of God. He would do miracles. And they, they you know, God, Jesus began to reveal His glory to them. But then Jesus would always talk of the Father. He would say, the Father sent me. I and the Father are one. You know, I only do what I, hear, what I see my Father doing. I only say what I hear my Father saying. The Lord has entrusted all judgment to His Son. So, so for the disciples, they were experiencing God as the Son, Jesus. But they were also experiencing God as the Father. In John 14, Jesus would finally say, I'm going to the Father. And then Philip said, oh, reveal to us the Father and that will be enough for us. And then Jesus would say, Philip, have you not been with me this law, you know, all this time? I've been revealing to you the Father all the way from the beginning. That's the reason why I came. So the disciples experienced Jesus, the Son, experienced the Father, and yet at the same, uh, yet towards the end of the ministry of Jesus, they also experienced the Holy Spirit. In John 19, it says there, and you know, receive the Holy Spirit, and then Jesus breathed on them. And then he told them, don't yet go, huh? Don't yet go. As I, as I go, uh, stay in the city until you receive what my father's promised from on high. You know, he was say, saying, I will be sending the Holy Spirit. And the father will be sending the Holy Spirit. And indeed in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit came. So for the disciples, their experience of God was with the son, the father, and the Holy Spirit. They did not have that word Trinity to be able to summarize it. But it was the same experience. Tayo, we do the same. As you read the Bible, inevitably you'll encounter the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, allow me to explain it using this chart. I know, this could be a bit overwhelming. Pero, especially, pero actually, it's simple na to. Simple na to. Nakaka- again, um, <laughs> ito, um, I think it was Augustine who said this. If you deny the Trinity, if you deny the Trinity, you lose your faith. But if you try to understand the Trinity you lose your mind. <laughs> so, so this is a small effort, a little effort, to somewhat be able to understand what it means, what the Trinity is. What, what does it mean when God is three and God is also one? Let's begin with the beginning, uh, at, at, at the middle. No, The Father is God. The Son is God. The Holy Spirit is God. Okay. And they are three distinct persons. The Father is not the Holy Spirit. The Father is not the Son. And the Son is not the Holy Spirit. Make sense? Able to follow so far? And then Jesus would say in John 17 that you and I, just uh, I pray that they may be one. He was talking about the church. In the same way that you, the Father, and I are one. So that means the Father is in the Son 
the Son is in the Father, the Father is in the Holy Spirit in the same way that the Holy Spirit is in the Father, and the Son is in the Holy Spirit in the same way that the Holy Spirit is in the Son. Ayan na. So, biglang, pero nakita niyo yung unity. So, they are three distinct persons and yet they are united. And I use the word they. God is one and yet at the same time He revealed Himself in three distinct persons. So you could refer to God as singular. He is God. But you can also refer to God as plural. You find that in Genesis chapter 1. At the beginning of creation. And they said. And they said. And God said. It, 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 would, talk about, uh, it would talk about God being a community right from the beginning. Oh, we're not yet done. Now, the Son, the Son Jesus would say He would glorify the Father. That's what He would say all the time. You know, I came to be able to glorify the Father. And yet, at the same time, the Father also glorifies the Son. At the transfiguration, He is my Son. Listen to Him. And then the Father sent the Holy Spirit. And the Son also glorifies the Holy Spirit. The Father glorifies the Holy Spirit. So, pag inisip mo, okay yun So, this is the relationship of the Trinity. We might not be able to understand it yet completely, but at least we understand this. The Trinity, the Godhead, that's another word for it. God Himself is a community. God Himself is relationship. Now I understand. Parang, paano yun mangyayari? Tatlo, tapos isa. Oh, ito. Could, could a rock ever understand how a human being thinks? A rock, kumuha ka ng bato. Could a rock ever understand how a human being thinks? There you go. That is us as human beings trying to understand the existence of God. It is enough to acknowledge that God could exist however way He wants to exist because He is God. And this is the way that He has revealed Himself to us in the experience of the early disciples and in what we have read now in the Scripture. So tayo, we create that category na Lord, pwede kayong ganyan kasi Diyos naman kayo. <laughs> and hindi ko siya bulubusang maintindihan pero okay lang. Now, people have tried to explain it in different analogies, limited analogies. For example, let's say I'm a man, right? I'm, a, I'm a one person. But I'm also a father, a son, and a brother. Oy! Parang pwedeng analogy, no? Parang ganun si Lord. Ang galing nun kasi, the, kasi the son is in the father, the brother is in the son, the brother is in the father. That's me. But the problem with that is, I'm only one person. I am not three distinct persons. So the analogy fails. Another example of an analogy would be water. Water exists in three phases. Water vapor, that's gas, liquid water, and then ice, solid water. And because, and for those of you who are chemists or physicists, there is a temperature range from 0 to 4 degrees where the anomalous behavior of water happens such that those three, water vapor, liquid, and ice, could actually exist all at the same time. Galing, di ba? So you have water, liquid, uh, sorry, water vapor, liquid water, and then ice existing all together at that, tempera- at that temperature range. And wow, ang galing nun kasi they are three distinct expressions. Parang pepede. But the liquid water is not in the water vapor. The water vapor is not in the ice. The ice is not in the liquid. Again, the analogy fails. Kulang pa din. Oh, another example, the egg. Diba the egg? The egg is the shell, the white, and the egg yolk. The shell, the white, and the egg yolk. So you'd say, you refer to it as the egg. 
the egg. Yeah, ang galing. Kasi, yay. Kung maga, three distinct parts of the egg, but it is one egg. Uy, ang galing. Parang nakuha, na-capture si Lord. But then again, ito siya. Ito siya. The egg yolk is not the egg. The liquid, ay the white, is not the egg completely. The shell is not the egg completely. Eh, the Father is fully God. The Son is fully God. The Spirit is fully God. So there again, the analogy fails. So we might try to be able to find different analogies to be able to explain the Trinity. Pero lagi silang kulang. Pero at least, you get a bit, above, uh, a bit of an idea. Ah, so that's how it is. And I guess the goal is, ito, for us to understand, the conclusion of this chart and the three different analogies I gave you is this. Yeah, we cannot understand. We cannot understand how God exists in three, how God is one God, and yet He exists in three distinct persons. And yet, that's a rock trying to understand a human being. And then secondly, hopefully, you'll get, to get, you'll get the idea, ah, so the Godhead, the Trinity, is a relationship. Yes, and you were made in the image of God. Which is why we know, you and me, we were designed for relationship. Going back to the passage in Matthew chapter 3, we'll now make three observations. Specific three observations in relation to the relationship of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The first one, the relationship of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit is characterized by unity or it's one of unity. Characterized by unity. Hmm. How do we know that? How do we see that? Matthew 3 in verse, uh, I think this is verse 16. The latter part, it says there, And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. In that moment, if it was at a blow, if you would take a snapshot, kumuha na snapshot, yung pinituran mo, now you actually see this, you know, you find this in pictures. Jesus coming out of water, the Son, the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove resting or alighting on Him. Peding dito o kaya peding dito. And then there's a voice from heaven. So the three distinct persons of the Godhead appearing all at the same time. They're distinct because Jesus is not the dove and Jesus is not the voice. The voice is not the dove. The voice is not Jesus. The Spirit is not the voice. i sorry, the dove is not the voice. The dove is not Jesus. But you see a picture, a snapshot. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They are in unity. It was a beautiful moment of unity to be able to see the three distinct persons of the Godhead all there at the same time. Now, if you would go back to all the way from creation up to the work of salvation, the, the, the Trinity is working in unity. For example, creation, right from the beginning. Ito na yung part ng mga teaching. Okay pa kayo? I, I hope so, okay? Um, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to follow along naman, hopefully, no? Limo, Genesis pa lang. Pag mo, and the whole, everything was void. It was dark. It was formless. And then the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Hmm, Spirit. And God said, God, the Father, Creator, said the Word of God, Jesus. Right there. A picture of creation and yet you see the Trinity in unity. Salvation. Us. Coming to a place of salvation. That's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit acting in unity. The Father planned salvation. 
The Son executed salvation at the cross and the Holy Spirit applies salvation in your life. The three of them working together. Now, wag mo ring masyadong paghiwalayin kasi hindi naman sila din hiwa-hiwalay gumawa. Sabay-sabay pa rin yung lahat na nangyari. That's still the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit coming on you in a powerful way to be able to bring salvation to you. But you see a picture. Oh, you're right. They are working in unity. Ito, worship. As we worship together. Ito, this is wonderful. This is actually us experiencing the community of unity. As we worship together, we're worshiping the Father through the Holy Spirit by the righteousness of the Son. Think about that for a moment. Diba? Dumating ka rito. Ready ka na mag-worship. Kumanta. Lord, excited na ako. Bakit ka worthy na lumapit? Because of the righteousness of Jesus. And how are you able to worship God with all of your heart? Those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. It's through the Holy Spirit. And you are worshiping God the Father. Unity. Service. Or ministry. Ministry. Diba? You're ministering to people. You're, let's say you're sharing the gospel. And then sabi ni God, the promise is, as you make disciples of all nations, I will be with you always. How is God with you always as you share the gospel to people or as you make disciples? Right in that moment, the Father is the one who draws people. Okay, so as you're sharing the gospel to someone, that person is listening to you or is open to the gospel to begin with because the Father draws people. And then you tell the story of the Son, the gospel, the life, the death, the resurrection, the work of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit is now the one working in the heart of the person to help him understand. The Holy Spirit is removing the blinders from his eyes. The Holy Spirit is working in his heart so that he may perceive truth. Lo, I will be with you always to the very end of the age, as promised when you make disciples. Right there in that act of ministry, in that act of ministry of sharing the gospel to someone, you see the working of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are united. The implication for us when it comes to relationship, the church, God called us in the same way. Tayo, una, una muna, ikaw. Ikaw, as a person, the Lord, you're made in the image of God. Are you united? Because sometimes you think another way, you think one way, and then you do something else. When you are united with yourself, that's called integrity. It means this. What you think, what you feel, what you say is consistent with what you do. When I say I love my wife, the emotions follow and I serve my wife. I am completely loyal to her. That's integrity. You as a person, you should have that kind of unity also. Your family, because God designed us to be a relationship within the context of family, hopefully there is unity in the home. That you and your wife, you agree together. Yung palang, mahirap na yun, di ba? Pero at least on the major things. Decide on the values, on the priorities of your family. Decide on the things that, uh, that you should be pursuing together as a family. Decide on a few only. Because you can't agree on everything. But for me, for example, my wife and I, pa- part, of our, part of our unity is the faith. Our unity in the faith. We will follow God. Mga anak, we will love God. We will serve other people. That's who we are as a family. So that is our direction my wife and I are in agreement and we're bringing the children along towards that direction. Unity in the family. So because, and pag dinala mo yun sa context ng church, same na same. 
We have a direction as a local church. We honor God. We make disciples. We do church planting. We do campus ministry. We do world missions. That's who we are together as a church. So all of us rally behind that direction. We are united behind that. We're united as we worship together. We are united as we take communion together. We are united as we do ministry together. We are united as we do become light and salt together in the communities where we are serving. The relationship of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is characterized by unity. Aside from unity, it's also characterized by community. Community. Hmm. Okay, what does that mean? You go back uh, a verse prior. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. I, I love the idea of uh, visiting people in their homes. Yung you actually going there in the home, knowing where they're at, people are more relaxed. I, well, I guess so, or more real, rather. Yan. Yung pag nasa bahay, yung pwede kayong normal, ah, ito pala ang buhay niyong itsura. We also love being able to open our home so that people will also see who we are. Kung paano kami mag-interact nilet, kung paano itsura namin sa bahay, kung ano itsura ng mga bata, yung totoo. Okay? Yung totoo. And, and I love showing up for celebrations. I also love showing up for situations na mahirap to be able to visit people, say in the hospital, in their homes, kapag mahirap ang mga pinagdadaanan sa buhay. Now ito, Jesus, when He was baptized, the Trinity showed up. They showed up. Heaven was opened. The Father and the Holy Spirit showed up to be able to celebrate. You know why? Because this was the beginning, the official beginning, the official revelation, the inauguration. This was like the reveal of Jesus to the rest of the people in Israel. Ito na yun. Di ba, meron tayong mga gender reveal na mga bata. O kaya basta kung ano-anong iba-ibang mga reveal. Ito, this was the reveal. Ito yung, and, and the Holy Spirit and the Father showed up to be able to show to the rest of the world. Jesus, the heavens were opened and He saw. He saw. So, na-imagine mo ba yun? Encouragement? Yung dinalaw ka ng tatay mo? <laughs> no, I understand. Parang, parang the analogy falls at some point in relation to the Godhead. But, you get the idea. You would see them. He and you know, he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. I like that because that's a picture of abide, dwelling. It's a picture of nearness. But aside from nearness, aside from nearness, there was also a lot of affirmation. Beloved son. I mean, whoa. Sabihan ka ng tatay mo ng ganyan, malaking bagay na, di ba? And many people struggle with that, especially if they don't receive that from their father. Oh, ito, let me say this to you now. You may not have received that from your earthly father if that was an issue growing up, but let me say to you now, your heavenly father today affirms you. You are beloved. You are beloved. And his, his opinion is way greater than any human opinion you would ever need to pursue. You no longer need to pursue someone else's approval you know, especially if it is fleeting or if it is elusive, now hear your father tell you, you are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. And then receive it. Receive the love that comes from God. As you hear your father, your father's love coming on you. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. I could imagine, no, I could only imagine pala how Jesus felt. You know, to be able to be called that in front of everyone. Beloved son, affirmation. Ito pa, matindi. With whom I'm well pleased. Nakaka-proud ka, anak. Ibang klase. Nakaka-proud ka, sobra. Parang, whoa, ayos yun ah. Maliban dun sa, binisita ka na, binisita ka na, you know? Biglang, ka, bilang in-affirm pa yung love, 
Tapos binigyan ka pa ng matinding, matinding affirmation when it comes to who you are. How, if you take a look at those, no? Beloved son, with you I am well pleased. Those are the two greatest psychological needs of man. Think about it for a moment. Security and significance. Security. Oh, I am accepted. Someone loves me. Significance. I'm doing well. I'm doing right. With you, I am well pleased. And the Father voiced that out to Jesus. Let's bring that to us now. Again, personally, if the Trinity Himself is a community, kumusta ka? Yun, ikaw mismo. How is your own sense of security and significance? You don't get that from external things. You can only get that from God. Pag hinabol mo yung security sa girlfriend mo, sa boyfriend mo, sa asawa mo, they fail you. Naturally, because we're people. But you get that every day from God. Security from the Lord. He's, you are His beloved son. You are His beloved daughter. And then you receive this word. Really, Lord? You're pleased with me? Of course. How would He not be pleased with you? You have the righteousness of Jesus. Huh? So yun ang starting point ko. Every day, every morning I wake up, before I put on my makeup, the Lord would already be pleased with me. He would already tell me, yeah, because you have the righteousness of my son. Wake up to my pleasure. Wake up to me, you know, rejoicing over you. Eh, Lord, di ako nakapagbasa ng Bible this week. Oh, Lord, sinigawan ko yung asawa ko last week. Uh, and so on. Ang dami mong, ang dami mong hangap. Ang dami mong daladala. Pwede yung mga ila, ilag, igilid lahat yan at tanggapin mo na lang. Tanggapin mo na lang yung pagmamahal ni Lord. Right in this moment, receive the love that comes from your Father in heaven. Receive the affirmation that comes from God right here, right now, so that you might be whole. Because we carry the image of God. And the same relationship that's in the Godhead, hopefully ikaw mismo, you would be whole. Kanina, sabi natin, hopefully you'll be united with yourself. <laughs> right? Integrity. Now I pray you may be whole. And the wholeness comes from receiving the security and the significance from your Father in heaven. You are His beloved son, daughter. With you, He is well pleased. As I say that, some of you are already thinking in your minds, really? I don't think so. Exactly. That's our knee-jerk reaction, right? Oh, pero ito. Ito, ito. May konkreto akong dahilan kung bakit. Totoo yun. Because of the gospel. The gospel has cleansed you of your sin. The gospel has removed your guilt and the condemnation that's upon you. There is no accusing finger. And my friend, the Lord has already forgiven you. Forgive yourself already na. If your father has forgiven you, who are you to not forgive yourself to? Patawarin mo na sarili mo. Just go mo na. Tanggapin mo na. Tanggapin mo na yung love niya. Ang dahilan ko ba't hindi mo matanggap ang pagmamahal ni Lord? Because of that, you cannot forgive yourself. And in reality, that's pride. Not being able to receive the love that comes from God, the grace that comes from God is pride. It's you sticking so, hindi, kailangan ayusin ko sarili ko. Hindi, kailangan maayos ako. Hindi, kailangan i-prove ko yung sarili ko sa sarili ko. Hindi mo nga kaya eh. You can't save yourself nga eh. So, just go ahead and just humble yourself before God. Receive His salvation. Receive His forgiveness. Receive His love. Receive His affirmation. Receive His wholeness right now. Hear your Father in Heaven speak to you and tell you how pleased He is. Grabe, no? Did you see that? Those two things? The Holy Spirit coming to rest on Jesus and then the voice affirming the love and affirming 
the wholeness. The pleasure of God on you. Did you see that? Nearness and affirmation. Oh, that's relationship. In fact, those two things, nearness and affirmation, that's important when it comes to your relationships. Sa bahay, importante ang nearness sa mga anak. Importante ang affirmation. Pagdating sa church, importante ang nearness, which is why we gather on-site like this. Which is why the early church gathered on-site even though it could cost them their lives. They would gather in the catacombs even though they would be persecuted if they would be found out. But the nearness was important. They had to be near each other and they had to affirm each other. Hebrews 10 would tell us, consider how you might urge one another towards love and good deeds. How you might encourage one another. In the, in, in the letter to the Corinthians, Paul would say, encourage each other with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And do it every single day. Encourage each other. Nearness and affirmation. That happens even in the context of the church. Whew. Ayos. Let's go to the last one as we wind down. The relationship with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit is also characterized by mission. Hmm, really? Then Jesus came, this is verse 13, from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by Him. That's very purposeful. Pumunta talaga siya kay John. O John, papabaptize na ako. Ha? Tagal lang, tagal lang. Ako yung dapat mong i-baptize. Ikaw kaya ang mas matindi kaysa sa ating dalawa, insan. Ang mas... No, 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 no. Sabi ni Jesus, let it be so now. Huwag kang magalala, ibibless din kita pagkatapos. Pero ngayon, ako muna. Ako muna ang gawan mo. You be the one to baptize me. Let it be so now. For this, for thus, it is fitting. I like that word, fitting. It is right. It is appropriate. It is timely. It is strategic. This is how it is to be done. It is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. What was Jesus talking about? Question, does he need to be baptized? Sa context po natin as a community of believers, you get baptized as a public acknowledgement of your faith in Jesus and as a public acknowledgement of being a part of the church. Jesus did not need that. <laughs> he did not need a fresh start. He did not need to be cleansed of his sins. He did not need the baptism. But, but, the Lord has spoken to John. Sabi niya, the reason why I came baptizing is so that He may be revealed to Israel. And so Jesus came to be baptized so that He, Jesus, might be revealed to Israel. And as He does that, that's the inauguration of His ministry. And now, biglang handoff na. Yun na yung handoff ni John the Baptist at saka ni Jesus. Nag-handoff na, it's like passing the baton because John was crying out, prepare the way for the Lord. But now the Lord has come. So he now passes the baton to him and then John would say later on, he must become greater, I must now become less. So right here, Jesus affirms the mission. He affirms the beginning of the ministry that he's gonna do for the next three and a half years. He affirms the mission. We need to do this to fulfill all righteousness. That, when come to think about it, the relationship of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is one of mission. They have been working together all the way from creation to be able to redeem, to redeem mankind for themselves. To be able to redeem mankind that they'd be able to redeem a new creation. The Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, they are on mission. Which now brings it back to you. Personally, are you on mission? Do you recognize the purpose of your life? 
Do you not recognize that your life belongs to God and your life is to be lived for Him alone and any other pursuit is futile if, the, if it does not fall in the purposes of God for your life and you'll only be running a treadmill. And many of us have done that. We've tried to achieve, accomplish, move a certain direction but it was our direction, our dream. It was our desire and that was not necessarily aligned with God and it was futile. In the end, you got it but in the end, it was empty. Now instead, are you on mission? God's mission for you. As a family, are we on mission? Tayo mismo, pamilya. Do you recognize that it's not just about establishing your family? You know, that's usually the goal of a father and a mother. I want to establish my home. Gusto ko magkaroon ako ng bahay. Gusto ko magkaroon ako ng kotse. Gusto ko makapag-aral sa magagandang eskwela ng mga anak ko. Gusto ko marami kaming pang retirement, etc. An established family. But did you know that establishing your family is not even your job? That's God's job. Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. God's job is to establish your family. Your job is to be on mission. Your job as a family is to be able to gather all of your children to honor God and to make disciples. To be able to direct your children to fulfill each one of them, fulfilling the purposes of God for their lives. That's your job as a family to be on mission as well as the church. All of us as a church to be on mission. Which is why, so ito na, to summarize. The relationship of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is one of unity, community, and mission. And that characterizes the church also. The church, we're united towards one direction, one mission, one vision. The church, we're a community. We serve each other. We stand with each other. And we're on mission. That is why we follow, we fellowship, we fish. Over the next three weeks, we're going to talk more about that in greater detail. Pero nakita nyo ba yung tawid? Mula dun sa Trinity, the relationship of the Trinity, and then tawid papunta sa, oh, ganyan pala ako dapat as a person, at ganyan pala kami as a family, at ganyan pala kami as a church. That's who we were designed to be. In fact, just to, just to summarize that part, no? yung follow fellowship fish, you see that in Matthew chapter 4, verses 19 to 20. Jesus says, follow me, I'll make you fishers of men, and they, together, not alone, they followed Jesus. In John 17, as, as Jesus prays to the Father about their unity, I do not ask for this only, but also for those who will believe in me. That's mission. That they may all be one. That's unity. So that the world may believe. Those who will believe in me, through the word, that they may be one, that they may all be one, and so that the world may believe. So, in that prayer, Jesus was affirming the unity of the church, the community of the church, and the mission of the church. Which brings us to the whole idea, the relationship of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is one of unity, community, and mission. And that's why we follow, we fellowship, and we fish. In our times of, in our times of worship, I pray that you may enjoy the community that we now have with God. In your times, as you make disciples of other people, enjoy the community of the Godhead with you. In those times that you pray together as a family, enjoy the community of the Godhead with you. Enjoy it. Enjoy the way that the Holy Spirit ministers to you. Enjoy the way that the Father receives your worship and your prayer. Enjoy the righteousness that, that you're able, the righteousness of the Son by which you're able to approach the Father in worship and prayer. And finally, get ready for the mission. Get ready to be on mission with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit. 
This has been the Victory Santarasa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santarasa.